seem like five minutes since I was last recording uh, a podcast, but it's been four weeks, it's the end of June, it's been a cracking month, I've been really busy, so I will apologise if this is a bit rushed and it's uh, the podcast length is not quite as long as it usually is, they're usually about 15 minutes, but I think this will be slightly shorter this month. I'm just really busy, there's lots going on. Um, I got in yesterday at about 1 o'clock in the morning after taking photographs most of the day. It's a brilliant day to do it. I got lots of fantastic images for um, work and personal uh, work that I've been doing. But, you know, there's only so many uh, hours in the day, so you just have to fit these things in. Not only is a podcast going to be slightly shorter, but also there's one or two things coming up on the blog that have been delayed due to work and various other different factors. I've got a photographer's profile in draft form at the moment. It's nearly finished. It's just about ready to go out. Um, I was hoping to have that out a week ago, have it on the blog so that everybody could uh, look at it and click on the links and things, but you know how it is. They take an awful lot of work, the photographer's profile. I try and make the series as accurate as possible, which is pretty difficult. You've got to combine different sources and things like that, but at the end of the day, uh, it does take a bit of time to get together, and sadly, you know, I think this idea of me trying to get them out at the same time each month might be a bit tricky. I think the best thing to do is to just go with the flow and they can come out whenever they're ready, which is probably the best way to do it. At the moment, I'm doing my solo photo book month project. It's going really well. I've got about 70 or 80 images. The editing process is going to start at the end of the week, probably at the weekend. The book design is going to start then as well. Everything's going to be really simple and everything hopefully is going to be ready for the 7th of July, which uh, I've mentioned in a few audio booths and things uh, that I've recorded about the project. It's gone better than I thought. I really like a lot of the pictures. I really like the style. I really like the laid-back approach that I've adopted for this year. Last year I did it in a more documentary style um, that was very similar to doing a college project, really. It reminded me a bit of uh, my university days where I used to go out and you'd have to produce so many photographs. I photographed uh, York from the city walls last year and it was a great little project. It was the first year that I'd uh, done the solo photo book month thing um, and it worked. But this year I wanted something different, and next year, which I'm already starting to think about, um, I want another completely different uh, project. I have a few ideas. I think it might be shot on film, although I said last year that I'd be shooting this year's project on film. didn't quite work out like that. Like I said, a couple of things really were the iPhone and the Polaroid images from people like Todd Heisler. Um, they really impressed me with the way that they looked, and if they can use it, I can use it. 
So the book should be available to download and have a look at from after the 7th of July. I won't say I'll get it online uh, on the finishing date. Um, you will be able to download it from the Solo Photo Book Month website but whether you'll be able to download it from my website on that date I don't know I will try my best there's an awful lot of things going on with the website that I need to get sorted out the portfolio section is one that's going to be a huge thing to get sorted out I've been meaning to get on with it for ages and ages and ages but really I want to try and develop um, some new ideas about presenting the work and maybe add adding some audio commentary to some of the things like my uh, my army work, my TA work, my speedway work. Just give a bit of background information about how the pictures were taken and things. And I've also been doing a lot of portrait work recently, so I'll be adding some new work and basically trying to give a better cross-section of what I do as a photographer at the moment portfolio is very limited to uh, the styles of photography that I do and I do far more than what's currently available so I will um, I will have to update it and hopefully by this time next year fingers crossed we will have a website that is finished but then again I think a website is never finished it's a bit like a film they're just abandoned um, you just have to reach a point where you say you know, uh, I'm going to move on to a new website design because this one, you know, has outlived its usefulness. Um, but at the end of the day, you're always updating them and adding new things. Right, now to blogs. Um, photography blogs, I'm going to start off with a blog that I should have really mentioned right from the start, but I didn't for some reason. But it's called The Online Photographer. And as a photography blog goes, I would say this is probably one of the top ones. It gets uh, uh, an awful lot of uh, readers. I've been following it for well over 18 months. Um, it covers all sorts of aspects to do with photography, so it can cover technical aspects, new equipment that's been released, photographers that are in the news, um, new books... And really, it looks at all aspects of photography. You know, if if you're interested in the old-style um, film photography, then there's something there for you. If you're interested in the digital side, there's something there for you. If you're interested in various different formats of photography, then this is the, the really the, the blog that you should be looking at. It has all sorts of news. It's updated on a regular basis, virtually daily. And it's run by a guy called Mike Johnston, and he does a, a cracking job. It's probably one of the uh, the the best photography websites on the web. Right, the next one I'm going to mention is Seven Photo Magazine. Now, this is a magazine, an online magazine, that's been set up by the Seven Photo News Agency, or Photo Agency, I should say, not news agency. But they do cover a lot of the, the, the news and things, but... Um, Seven Photo was set up by seven photographers, including James Nactwee, who used to be a Magnum photographer many years ago. And they've developed this online magazine where they regularly update it with news stories. At the moment, it's uh, it's got a story called Black Tide by Christopher Morris, and that's all about the Deepwater Horizon oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. 
there's a lot of black and white work, there's a lot of multimedia work. Um, if you're into your photojournalism, then I would certainly recommend you have a look. The, the Seven have, have really got some fantastic photographers out there, and they still do a lot in black and white. And I notice that some of them still use film uh, on a regular basis, which is, is nice to see. I think film is making a bit of a comeback. In fact, in photojournalism, I think it's never really gone away. But, um, you know, the, the amount of stories is updated on a regular basis and it's just a fantastic place to go to see what's going on in the world and just see a slightly different perspective from what you might see in, uh, in things like the newspapers and the magazines and on television usually these photographers have a certain angle and sometimes it's an unusual angle to take but it's it um it shows a story um in a in a really concise and um brilliant way right then this final section is going to be dedicated towards photo blogs i received a email um, recently that was just asking about whether I had any tips for a newbie who was starting out photo blogging and I thought it'd be quite interesting to share my knowledge I'm not saying that I'm an expert on the photo blog but I I have had one for three years I've got two I've got another one that's going to be have its first anniversary online in August I would wholeheartedly recommend if you're a photographer, if you haven't got a photography blog, I would I would start one because I definitely believe that they can help develop your work and you've got somewhere where you can publish work. There's nothing worse than having photographs just pile up and you've got nothing to do with them. I had that for years and I came to the photo blog um, thing fairly late I didn't start mine until early 2007 an awful lot of photographers had their photography blogs years before that you know in some cases people have had theirs 10 years things like that but it doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter you know when you start it as long as you enjoy doing it and it's amazing getting a, a following and getting comments about your work. You know, it's it's fantastic. I always love hearing from people and saying, you know, that they're enjoying the blog and things. So here's a few tips. The first one is is link your websites, your blog, wherever you can. There are a whole lot of blog registries online that you can find. Blogged, I think, is one. There's a few buttons on my photography blog at richflintphoto.blogspot.com and you will be taken to various different blog directories and registries where you can enter your details in and if anybody's searching for a photography blog um, then they'll come across yours uh, among the list. It's sort of like a telephone directory for blogs. Uh, and yeah, I found that I've got quite a few followers by that. The other thing is, is content is king. It's a bit of a cliche, but it's true. You've got to aim your photo blog in a certain direction. You've got to make a decision. Are you going to be technical? Are you going to talk about your own work? Are you going to talk about other people's work? Are you going to have an, an overall 
view of photography, what's happening at the moment. I try and do that with my main photography blog. It's not easy, but it is quite enjoyable talking about various different issues that have um, that you've come across that you might be angry about. One of them was uh, Section 44 of uh, an act that was passed in the UK and hopefully it's going to be repealed very soon. But what was happening was that this um, Section 44 was being used against photographers in the UK uh, to stop them photographing in the street or photographing a building. It was a security thing and it was a piece of legislation that was being misused by those people who should know better. So that was one of the issues that was being covered by a lot of UK photo bloggers. People really just make their photo blog into what they want to say. Um, it's almost a bit like having your own newspaper column to a certain extent. You can do whatever you want with it. But I would recommend that you uh, you keep it sort of light and you keep it reasonably updated on a regular basis and you'll find that a lot of people will find you if the quality is really really good borrow some ideas from other photo blogs go to those photo blogs that you like and just see how they do things and borrow a few ideas from them they won't mind Right, we've come to the end of the podcast. As usual, I will just mention that all of the links that I've mentioned for the websites earlier in the podcast can be found at darker-skies.com forward slash podcast. All of the links are there on the page, easy to find and easy to click. So until the next podcast, I will wish you a great July and ta-ra! If you want to subscribe to the podcast or you want some more information or you just want to listen to some of the earlier podcasts that I made, then there is a page dedicated to that and you can find that at richardflintphoto.com forward slash html forward slash podcasts.